You've just invested in yourself by tuning into the Inner You podcast, recording from our studio here in Cornwall, New York, with your hosts, Lynette and Hoy. If you're someone who is seeking creative inspiration from everyday people around you, in a few moments, we'll tap into the minds of artists of all types. From your local wedding photographer, to mural painters, to your aunt who likes to crochet. Have you ever wondered what led a creator to work in that specific field? Let's Let's find find out. So sit down, relax, or don't, just just enjoy. enjoy. Everybody, welcome in. It's episode two of the interview podcast with your host, Joel and Lynette. And uh, we have our good friends here, Addison Morgan. Addison is uh, the uh, creator. Is that the right word for AJ? AJ's oddities. Uh, AJ's oddities. I just want to pronounce it correctly. But uh, welcome in, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. Appreciate being here. Yeah. So, oddities, you did get it right. Yeah, Lynette got it. Tough name for some people. It's not that bad. It's not bad. English isn't his first language. Yeah, so hablo español, everybody. So that's that's the biggest <laughs> reason I struggle with English language. But thank you guys for coming in. I, I know that uh, we're in a three-hour difference right now. We're in New York, and they're in California. Uh, they probably got to work. So thank you guys for joining to our show. We really do appreciate it. Um, Addison, uh, he does a lot of leather goods. So tell us a little about that. Uh, Addison, what, what do you do? What are you up to? What's your passion? So yeah, uh, lately just been working on uh, doing small leather goods, so different styles of wallets, five-fold, minimalist mainly, um, just to get some basic techniques and skills down. Uh, lately, uh, this year, which was in 2021, in case someone in 2022 is watching this, <laughs> we uh, just started our business. AG's Oddities, officially in Redlands, California. So uh, got that going, mainly doing orders just for uh, word of mouth type of deal. haven't done nothing on Etsy just yet because I still work full time. Yeah. Um, so just getting in orders when I can. I love it. I love it. So how did you even get into this, uh, Addison? Like out of all the things you uh, could have uh, found a passion in or, or likes in, How did you end up, uh, you know, guiding towards uh, like wallets and designing those type of things? Well, so leather crafting has been kind of like an on and off hobby for me since I was like 15. I got my first leather uh, leather stamping kit uh, at 15 from a a close friend of mine, Sean Atkins. I think it was his last name, Sean Atkins. Him and his wife um, used to hang out with me when I was a kid and stuff. They were a younger couple. So we'd like go hang out, get food, service, that kind of stuff, you know. And uh, uh, they're originally from Texas, which is like a big epicenter for leather goods, obviously, and all that kind of stuff. You know? yeah. <clears throat> and he gave me a little stamp kit. It was a full alphabet of stamps, some pieces of leather, size of coasters, small little squares and stuff like that. And he was like, here, like, I'll teach you how to stamp some of this stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. So wow. I just started doing stamping. I didn't really cut or, like, design or anything like that as a kid. It was just like, oh, I'll stamp some coasters, you know? Or yeah. I started doing keychains. I made keychains for, like, my friends and family and stuff like that with just, like, their initials and then some 
like border designs and that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, I want to say I did that for, for a while, probably like a year or so. And when my dad, <laughs> my dad was cleaning up the garage, he like saw the box. I don't know if he realized or didn't realize it was like my leather standing stuff, but he was just like, he thought it was junk. So he threw it away. Oh gosh. It wasn't until I came back out in the garage and I was like, with my leather stamping stuff. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I never saw that. No. <laughs> so never found it. Uh, at least the stamps and stuff. I still had some pieces of leather <clears throat> that somehow have made it through the years to my garage. Wow. Whether it was from my dad's storage garage, from my mom's house, and then somehow I got here. There's still some pieces of leather I still have from, you know, that first guy that showed me how to do it. But I just, throughout the years, I hadn't had time. I either didn't have time, didn't have space. You know, you know, I lived on Catalina forever, and it was a small 300-square-foot studio and mm-hmm. with a downstairs neighbor. So I can't do a all out of nowhere, you know? <laughs> Um, it wasn't until I got my garage finally and I was like, Oh, like I can do, I have space. I can do some stuff. So probably like two years ago was when I actually was like, Hey, I'm going to try doing something. Cause I needed a wallet. My wallet was falling apart. Okay. So I went and got, uh, like one of those beginner kits from leather. Mm-hmm. It's a store that is like the grandfather of leather working, I guess, if you want to get into it. Okay. But they make little little packets for like different things, bifold wallets, bags, whatever. They they'll cut the leather for you. They make holes for the stitching. They give you this, the needles, the thread, the all that stuff. The whole setup. The whole setup. So I bought one of those just to kind of look at the pieces that they cut and get like an idea of like how a general bifold was cut. Like I had never designed one before, so. Mm-hmm. Anyways, long story short, that's kind of how that. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. That's that's the whole point. I want to, I want, we want to know these things because the whole reason behind this show is understanding uh, how your life was eroded. Like we are all eroded by the river of life, and uh, somehow you were uh, affected that way, where you you got into life. But so it was a, a, a basically a good role model, right? If a per- someone took interest in you and. And, uh, you know, gave you this kit and just kind of lit a, a small fire. And mm-hmm. later on, you uh, uh, almost like a utility because you, you said that you're lacking your own wallet. So you're like, you know, might as well. I should make mine. I know kind of how to do it. Let me go back into it and do it myself. Yeah. That's pretty good. Cool. How has it grown from then? You know, from, from the basics to now? Like, how are you until this point? So I'm like, I still consider myself pretty early on in the game, uh-huh. uh, you know, despite compliments from my wife and other people who've gotten different wallets of mine, I really appreciate it. But yeah, yeah, you're your own worst critic. So I still look at them and I'm like, no, they could be better. They could be different. Yeah, of course. Uh, but I've, uh, I have designed myself two different styles of wallet. Um, I have bought patterns from other people. Okay. that sell their patterns and they allow you to make the wallet and sell the wallet, but not yep. the pack, but you can sell the wallet that you make. as yeah, like yeah. a fun of your craft type of deal, you know? Okay. So, but recently I developed one, uh, bifold. And then my first one was a minimalist type wallet called the pioneer. Cause it was my first one. I love yeah. it. I love so, it. 
uh, yeah, started to dabble in some design, trying to find some ideas, inspirations from, you know, being out at work or cruising off YouTube or something like that, different other workers, trying to find my style, you know? I love it. I love it. And, uh, for example, you, that, you know, like, uh, you know, what, what makes a good wallet, like for example, us in photography, we could easily, you know, scroll on Instagram and, uh, we might uh, be harder critics on some, you know, people who, you know, say they're photographers, right? And so we, because of that, you know, they say they're a photographer, we, we are a little bit, we, we try to, you know, find like, okay, is this a good picture or, or can I hate on it? So you must know, you must know like a good quality uh, a wallet and, and like those and leather in general, like what is a, a good leather? So what is like something you look at? Like, for example, if I just go to Ross and buy myself a wallet, um, what would you look at in comparison to what I look at to what makes it a, a good quality piece? So, uh, it's a good question. Um, a lot of department store stuff, you see a few major differences between department store and handcrafted. The leather is generally going to be thinner, okay. a lot thinner. The stitching is going to be thin thread, probably done with the sewing machine, which no hate on sewing machine. I got to say that now because there are <laughs> leather craft here that are like, hey, sewing machines are good. I'm not about that whole like yeah, whole, the right? controversy. <laughs> there's, that, there's that, you know, uh, which we can get into that later, but um, you're going to find that. Ross Wallet is going to last you maybe a year, year and a half, two years, at best, if you don't abuse it, but I'm trying to go for the wallet that's gonna like outlive you. Oh, I love and, it. Like, your kids are gonna be like, "Oh, this is Dad's old wallet," you know. I that's. It. A, I mean, I don't know how long it's gonna last. I haven't put it to the test or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, I think it would at least go to like you know. That's after, a, you know. <laughs> no, but, but that's a beautiful concept, right? That's a to 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 think that. You know, nowadays, especially nowadays, uh, maybe 20, you know, maybe 40, 50 years ago, it was more common, but mm-hmm. it's rare to hear, you know, I passed this down to my son. If it's not like money, of course, or things like that, but something that you, an heirloom, something you value, uh, you, you see that usually with rings, uh, wedding bands, things like that. Um, so I, I love the idea behind it, how you're, you're going to, you want to create something because it doesn't seem like you're passionate to make money, right? You're not doing this to make a quick buck. I'm trying to hustle and make money. No, the, the real reason behind it is because uh, you value the idea of, of a longevity and uh, the connection you can have, like a human, even though it's an inanimate object, you can have a connection and you can pass that on to somebody. That's yeah, it's got a story that, that can carry with it, you know? Because it's not something you're going to buy in the store. Because it has goals, it has stuff that you requested, whether it's like an extra hidden pocket somewhere or a certain color thread or maybe even a design you saw that you were like, I like this design. Can you do something similar? You know? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's such a cool, cool idea. Cause again, we don't live in that, in that world, right? We don't live in a world where people want to, you know, of course people think about the customer cause the customer at the end of the day wants to buy your product but they don't think, yeah, I feel like you're taking an extra step. You're taking an extra step for the customer because 
if you really wanted to, you, you know, you thin out the leather, right? Like the ma major corporations, because it costs less money for you. And that means that eventually their wallet's going to die and they're going to need to buy another one. Right. And they're going to go back to the department store and buy another one. And in your case, you're not doing that, right? You, you want to do a good quality, you know, if I saw you one, but I know that that's mine and you're going to take it, you know, you're going to pass it on to your kids. Like what value do you give that compared to what department stores do? Yeah. Are you asking me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So what, what, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Shoot, man. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, yeah, in a, from like a, a monetary sense, I mean, you know, I seen guys, okay. Cause this is the worst part that I, it's like, I have a hard time. Like I was telling you guys before, like, especially with like photography and stuff like that, I have a hard time pricing my own stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. Cause I know, you know, like I'm the one that made it. I know where I messed up and I fixed it. It's always going to stand out to me, but the, the person who's getting the wallet, they're not going to know right. just because because of how it looks, you know, because I fixed it, right? But I'm going to know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's like, it's hard to price that kind of stuff. So, like, lately I've been kind of, I don't know, I guess you could say undercutting myself <laughs> with it. Because I still work full-time. I'm not, this isn't, this is something I do in my free time. This isn't like, like you said, I'm not trying to get this, like, big company started out of it or something like that. It's just, it's therapeutic for me to do and, uh, if I can sell it and make a small amount that I can kind of continue to slowly build a business out of it, then cool. You know, I'm not trying to gouge anyone for anything, but there's some guys out there that do it for like their livelihood, which is awesome, you know, and they have the skills to back that too. I mean, mm -hmm. granted their prices reflect that, but it's like, that's a good looking wallet. That's a good looking bag. Or that's a, you know, <laughs> they, they roll up. I want to get to that point. Yeah. And I can imagine though, because you know, the value of it though, you'd be willing to pay for something like that. Cause you, again, you understand the quality behind it. And I think then and I can agree like that goes with photography as well, because uh, you know, a lot of people need photography for weddings and, and events. And sometimes they're like, you know, my cousin has a camera, you know, they can do it, you know, we'll give them 20 bucks and, and, and boom, you know, <laughs> and, and, and to each his own, but you know, one that knows the business and knows the side of, of what quality is, is uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's your value and, and, and what you, you know, you value yourself, but you also, you're giving them good content and good quality services and that's why they're paying for it. Right. It's just, uh, it's just kind of funny. It's like finding a good balance, right? It's finding a good balance. Balance, right? It's tough sometimes. And, and Morgan, how have you uh, seen like the progression of him? Like from, from like starting out, like in his, in his, in the garage and, 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 and getting some things Were you, were you supportive at the beginning? Or you're like, are you sure about this? Like, well, how are you feeling? <laughs> um, I mean, I was supportive. He's, he's a, he can be a dreamer okay. and that's not like, I'm not like trying to make a dig at that because that's not <laughs> but he was he like a different hobbies um so he's done woodworking built our kitchen table um kitchen table yeah I, I love it I, it's amazing um he built a bench to match it for like my entryway um he's wanted to do computer coding so he spent like a few months trying to do computer coding <laughs> 
But when you tell me like the stories when he was younger doing leather working and then wanting to get back into it and make his own wallet, like, yeah, why not go for it? Um, and he was originally in this room in our spare room and this room right here. I mean, our, our, our desk has marks <laughs> from his tools. Oh his, gosh. Some of his protective sheets. You can't really see, but there's, there's like, Use, they're called pricking irons or uh, stitching chisels, one of the two. The chisels mainly go through the leather. They're supposed oh. to. But I didn't have like a, <laughs> a little mat underneath it. And it's a wood table and just straight into the table. Oh, my gosh. So now there's like these four big holes right there for my <laughs> It's just a nice reminder of where, where he started. Where be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> room and then he had a lot of stuff and a lot of tools and we were like all right we gotta like move you out of the house like you need more room um you'd be able to like leave your stuff out without yeah whatnot but so um it's like the one thing that he's really stuck to and he really likes it and he and design and like he enjoys designing and stuff like that so it's been really cool to see nice and and do you think you've seen him grown like a specific quality, something that, that he's had to like now apply even more through this art or this passion he has with leather, leather work? I mean, I'm trying to put you, I'm not trying to have like a marital discussion here. I'm just curious. Uh, you know, you learn a lot through your passion. So I'm just curious. Yeah. I think trial and error and like patience. And, and while he's like got patience and he, you know, he deals with me. So he already has patience. But <laughs> Like with woodworking, it's a little bit more, um, it's easier to like go out and get a piece of wood. Like if you mess up, you're like, okay. Uh, but if you mess up on leather, it's not as easy. Yeah. You're like, okay, this was like a really nice quality piece of leather. It's um, a little bit, it'll, like it pulls at your heartstrings a little bit more. Yeah. So patient, taking things like slowly and then doing trial and error, he's he's worked through some of his designs really well. So, uh, yeah. Patience for sure. Patience. You uh, agree, Edison? It's like the newlywed show. <laughs> and you and we had the thing, I would have had patience written down like for sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah. and do you, and do you think that's the, the quality you still have to keep working on to keep uh, improving your work, Edison? Or do you think there's something else you can add to it? Possibly. I mean, it's the reason you need patience is like the most important skill. I feel like if you're starting out with any craft or any type of art, mm-hmm. but not just like patience with, you know, the stuff you're using, cause you're usually going to use beginner stuff, you know, not like just the tools but patience with yourself, like that understanding of like, I'm new at this. It's okay. You know, I messed this up. It's okay. <laughs> In, you know it's not the end of the world you know sometimes it might feel like it especially when you're working on a nice piece of leather <laughs> he's all right. thinking about those he's all thinking of those like specific walls like oh right, yeah you're right at the tail end of something you're just about to finish and then you realize you did something wrong oh. but again it's that patience that because the patience will help you to say like it's okay keep going keep moving right you're going to learn this. That just taught you something. Let it teach you something and then move on. Right. 
Mm-hmm. I love it. That's a great uh, thing to take from that. Have you ever been to that point though, where you're like, you're close to it. You're like, man, like throwing it in a towel. Were you, were you, have you been at uh, like close to that juncture before? Not yet. <laughs> good, good, good. I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to, I'm just curious if there's like a certain project that you're like, I don't know. Well, I feel like the way I have, I'm set up right now, the fact that I am still working full time, yeah. like a, a burden on me to try and like, we got to push these orders out. We got to get this done because, you know, our livelihood depends on it. You know, I still like try to get at least a two or three week lead time on yeah. stuff that people want me to make stuff. I try to push myself and challenge myself to be a little bit more, uh, efficient and quicker with certain things but you know my livelihood doesn't depend on it mm-hmm. you know there's that and i know there's a few guys that i've watched and followed and stuff like that where uh, their livelihood did depend on it uh... so their moment of throwing in the towel was like i needed to support my family i should just right. give this up and go get a job right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. job or something like that but then they would tell stories of how they stuck it out and like made changes and then were able to like grow their business to a point where they could support their family, like permanently. Oh. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Now, obviously, like I said, I haven't reached that point yet. So I don't burden saying like, you know, you need to do something else. It's just kind of, I make a mistake, I move on, fix it or, or try it again. And then, yeah. And have you ever um, have you ever thought like, do you have like a, a number? Um, I have a, me and my, uh, one of my good friends, my best friends, we talk about like, like with our passions and things like that, that we truly enjoy to do. And we enjoy this. We enjoy this type of work. Like for, again, for me, photography, do you have like a number in mind? Like, and you have to throw that number in. It's more like a yes or no. And like, that type of question, do you have like, a number in mind? Like if I, had X amount of, you know, orders coming in monthly or, or X amount of this, or if I had, you know, a workshop or if I, you know, do you have any variables that if you could reach, you can then, you know, break away and just do this full time. I haven't really boiled it down to that yeah. just yet. Okay. Um, we talk about it weekly though. We do talk about it. Oh, really? Um, but the thing is that it's, for that to even be possible, prices would have to scale mm-hmm. to yeah. a point where it could be sustainable and I could be off work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I feel like, uh, like I say with my skill level, I feel like I would, there's still some improving I need to do before I get to that point. Yeah. Uh, so it's just kind of right now, uh, like I said, we're just kind of charging, you know, smaller prices, I guess. <laughs> they're cutting back. My folds were like, I think we're at like 65, I think. And yeah. are like 40 something, 45, I think. Uh, depending on the leather. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. But, um, you know, what? you know what? The scale to that point, the the price to be a little bit higher for, to at least take me out of the job I'm in, you know? Yeah. 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 And, and with you working, you know, if you did, you know, leave your full-time job, uh, you could just commit full-time to this and, and, and you can maybe scale that. 
and and this is my opinion. I'm not saying it's the right opinion, but I truly believe in, um, the value of anything is the story behind it. And mm-hmm. I, I believe that your product has a great story. Like the, the idea behind it. Like I think of like, uh, you know, like Apple, you know, or, or you know, or like these big corporations, big companies that, you know, in the, in the three, four year span, they make the same product, essentially changing little things, but people keep buying them. One kids of quality and two, they do like great packaging. They do, they do everything right. Like marketing, all these things. Um, and now you think of like clothing brands that, you know, are just a white t-shirt with like Gucci on it. And it's like $400 and it's mm-hmm. the same pro it's the same material as a Hanes shirt. You buy a Walmart for 20 bucks for a pack of five, you know, the, the reason why is, is what people put value on it. So I think you're onto something. I mean, you just keep grinding at it. And if you, that story behind it is, I think it's, I'll buy that. You know, I, it's just a great, um, it's just a great, a solid, uh, what's the Foundation. word? Foundation. That's the word I was looking for. But with that in mind though, with that in mind, have you ever been concerned that, you know, leather goods can be obsolete anyway with like 3D printing coming in? plastics metals wood i was like researching this and apparently there's wood wallets i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that either <laughs> <laughs> i've seen different like metal wallets and all that kind of stuff here's what i'm going to say about like because the original question of leather being obsolete yeah yeah, yeah. it's being obsolete as long as there's a style as long as there's a fashion section of it most leather goods will not be gone mm-hmm. that's what i think Will leather wallets be gone? Maybe. You know, a lot of things we used to hold in a wallet are now going digital. That's true. More yeah. Things then wallets may uh, may go away, or they may change. Maybe you're going to start holding something else. I don't know. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that changes. I don't know. Do you have leather goods uh, themselves, though? I mean, you still have. That's like saying like, or shoes are going to become obsolete. They'll still make shoes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> or even like leather in general, they're starting to make leathers out of not even just like, like cowhides. There's like other animals they're making leathers out of. There's plants that they're making leathers out of. Oh, I, really? I found this place in uh, Jalisco that's making leather out of cactus. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Wow. That is I like pretty that. legit. I was going to order a little swatch book just to see what they're about. I think they only come in, uh, they come in a, a different colors and stuff, different patterns and styles, but they make, um, they're, they're made in like one millimeter. They're like really, really thin. thin. Really thin. Oh, okay. It looks mainly kind of like upholstery almost. Oh. Style. Are they yeah. green? Some are green, some are black, some are white. Okay. Yeah, have different dye. Cool. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you have but, a prediction? Do you have a prediction where this could probably possibly go? Uh, and we're gonna hold you on it. We're not gonna be like, oh, Addison said. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. Everybody subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe for that. <laughs> You gotta throw that in because like and subscribe for the algorithm. No, yeah, for exactly. the algorithm. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, um, leather goods themselves, they're gonna change, but they're still gonna be there. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> women love handbags. That's true. 
Women love backpacks. Guys love backpacks. Yeah. Jackets. Jackets. All that kind of stuff. Sure. All that stuff that's made out of leather. Leather, the material of leather might change, you know, from where it's originated from, whether it's, you know, everybody becomes vegan or, you know, I don't know. <laughs> that's uh, if you just move to the cactus leather. That's cool. That's really cool. I would buy that. Just want a bag you could now. probably make a bag out of that. Yeah. There you it go. might, you might be a liner. It might be a liner. I don't know. You can try it on us. All right, there's not a whole lot you can do with one mill unless it's like a liner or an upholstery. Oh, okay. You might be able to, you know, sandwich them, stack it, make something thicker. Yeah. Possibly. Like a little coin purse. <clears throat> There's a lot of guys in Italy that would know how to do that stuff. They work with a lot of softer leathers. Oh, interesting. Designer stuff, you know. Oh. <clears throat> I, I have noticed that um that you know you'll see ads uh, all over the place, like smaller wallets and things like that. Um are you like pro con? Like what what are you how are you feeling? Like because you mentioned one of your first wallets was a minimalistic wallet. Is that due to like, because you were learning how to make them or is that because you saw the industry going that way? Or is it just cause you truly, you know, uh, you know, like those type of wallets. I, I love minimalist wallets. Okay. The less in my pocket, the better. Oh, okay. You know, I used to be the type of guy that had wallet, a wallet and then it was like stacked up all kinds of stuff in it, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not until you, as a guy, realize I don't need all this stuff all the time. (laughs) Start to say, like, all right, I don't need that. I don't need that. And you realize I only carry these few cards with me and, like, some cash. And that's all I carry. Yeah. Like, well, maybe I should get something smaller. And then the minimalist wallet comes up. And you're like, oh, yeah, I can fit four or five cards in there with, you know, some folded up cash and I'm done. You know? That's true. I was just going to mention that and that has a funny story when we, we started uh, was it when we were dating or once we got married uh, definitely before we got married but I don't know if we were engaged already or what but she uh, she she saw my wallet what did you do with it well it was like this thick first of all <laughs> every time he sat down he had to take it out and put it somewhere <laughs> Like, what do you have in there? You don't need all that stuff. So I looked through it. I just started taking everything out. I'm like, you don't use this. You don't use this. You don't use this. Your Bethel ID, Bethel's clothes. Like, you know, everything was just like out. <laughs> whole like plastic bag just full of cards that he never used. And he still doesn't use. He doesn't know where they are. So like, see, you didn't need them. So. <laughs> yeah. But like, what was like that one moment where I'm like in a specific, you know, I don't know, Walgreens. Am I worried my Walgreens card? <laughs> I'm just joking. That Pinkberry card. That Pinkberry card. You forget it's in there, so you don't even get a stamp, and it just stays in there. Exactly. I need them to punch a hole so I get a free, I got a free coffee. Yeah, coffee. Get it out of your wallet. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so minimalist, my favorite. I like minimalist. Um, my folds obviously are the close second. Love bifolds. I like bifolds. I like the different style variations you can do with bifolds because it's almost like uh, almost like opening a book, you know? Because you got the outside, you're judging the cover, right? You're looking at the grain, the edges, the stitching, and all that kind of stuff. Then you open it up, and there can be a variety of whatever styles of pockets you think a wallet could have. It could have swoops. It could have sharp lines. It could have 
you know, little bees going like this, you know, or waves going this way and this way in pocket. Wow. There's a lot of different variations that people have gotten creative with. And it's interesting to see everybody's own take on, yeah, on a bifold, you know. Interesting. Uh, trifolds, I absolutely despise trifolds. Really? Is the trifold with like the little flap in the middle? Is that what the trifold is? Okay. Oh, you know? oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It's like a thick monstrosity. Yeah. <laughs> it does thick. not happen in your pocket or your back pocket. We're going to have problems. And Isn't that like a real thing too? No, it's yeah. a real thing. Yeah. Even for girls, like their phones and stuff. Oh, I lower back was hurting for a while because I used to have trifolds. Wow. The old cloth with the Velcro. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I used to have one of those and it got so big with stuff when it was in my back pocket. I actually was having low back problems when I was starting to work for job. I worked for there was some driving involved and I started having back issues and I'm like, what is going on here? And that's when like, it started to circle around where like, Oh yeah. If you have a big wallet, you're sick. You have too much money, Addison. You have too much money. That thing was Duke. All those Benjamins, you know? All right. (laughs) Uh, what was it back then? Because I don't think Pinkberry was out. Uh, or some other TCBY? Note, something like that. TCBY cards or something. <laughs> and, uh, some receipts from the gas station of getting my Polar Pops or something. Polar Pops. Nice. When like the wallet would have like the coin, like the little zipper for the coins oh, in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plastic sliding deal so you could put pictures and yeah. stuff in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Your kids are on your phone now. Don't put pictures. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good point. Did you ever get into the, the, I'm not sure if it was a fad or if it's still a thing. I remember when I was in high school, uh, there was like, uh, like these guys that were making like duct tape wallets. Is that still a thing? I remember that. I don't know if that's you? still a thing. It might be. I mean, I, I think I made one and then I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> but I, remember, I remember that fad. That was huge. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're making like themed, you know, like I remember at school, like Superman like wallets or, you know, DC universe, people, you know, Batman wallets and stuff. And they were selling them. They're, you know, they're trying to hustle. I respect it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's not a thing anymore though. You don't think it's a thing. You have to ask someone who's in high school. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Lynette? <laughs> I just joke. Yeah, I just joke. I just joking. You probably could. You probably could. Yeah. Well, I can see the retro now. Yeah, it's vintage. Everything's vintage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Green Day is on the classic rock station. No, classic yeah. rock. Classic rock. Really? It's not that old. What the heck? That's, that's scary. <laughs> the Gen Z is old. They're like, what's green day? What's green I don't day? like the color green. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a fun day. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, we're gonna get a bunch of hate. Gen Z, we're just joking. Asterix. Yeah, support the show. I'm <laughs> like subscribe. But really check. Like it's good. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. All right. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I was wondering if you, you've already learned some skills of doing this uh, this type of wallet, you know, this type of leather work. 
you, know, you had a you were you had to branch out to a different type of you know uh, creative work either you know making backpacks and anything to do with leather what would you you know what, what's something that attracts you to, to make to challenge your skills so there are a few different items that are kind of on the horizon that I'd like to venture into eventually mm-hmm. um, after I funded the crafts a little more and gotten to a point where I can spare you know half of a hide or something like that <laughs> just go buy yourself a cow it'd be, it'd be surprised well there, I have two rolls in my right now that are sides. So like the whole side of a cow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like so the that, middle. Yeah. Wow. Like the middle of the back to like just above the belly. Because the yeah. belly is its own piece. But <laughs> So I have two of those. One of them is from a really nice tannery called Horwee. Uh They're based out of Chicago. Been around since like 1902, I think old old company but they're like the stuff they put out is like beautiful oh yeah all different types of colors and, and styles and stuff like that but they have a different tanning process so they have different names there's like an essex there's a dublin there's derby there's chromixel like there's different type and it's just a different way that they tan it different oils oils different uh, liquors and stuff like that they'll use to and different uh, dyes they'll use or something like that, you know. Um, but they've got it down. They've got a science. It's wow. their awesome stuff. It's like beautiful leather. <laughs> but they're also the, you know, <laughs> some iron stuff. Yeah, it's hard to, like, work your way up there. Cause yeah. yeah. Like the small little rinky dinks, like, you know, like, buy this, please. You know? <laughs> so, My small business. Por favor, apoyen, por favor. <laughs> like, so I've been trying to work my anyways but yeah some some projects like a backpack or something like that will can take up like a big section of like a side or something you know so it's like expensive you, once you go into it you gotta be committed to it you know yeah. this is be a backpack whether you like it or not <laughs> you know? wow um, but uh, some items that I have on like the horizon of stuff I want to make um Something in the near future, I want to do kind of like a, a lady's clutch. Okay, like a, nice. You know? Yeah. I'm going to start trying to venture into the stuff that the ladies would wear because, you know, I'm not sexist or nothing, but they spend the monies. You know what I mean? They, they like the money. They got the monies. Handbags. They like the bags. They like the shoes, that kind of stuff, you know? So I'm going to try to make some stuff to be a little more versatile for um, women to buy too. Um, bags. Um, so handbags, some small bags, maybe um, over the shoulder type of bags, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I do want to take a stab at like some Birkenstock style sandals. Nice. Birken- hey, what is that? He's playing like- my Jesus sandals. Oh, your Jesus sandals. Oh, <laughs> Jesus ones. He calls them my Jesus ones. Jesus ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> nice. They're comfortable. Birkenstocks are known for being comfortable and like they're pretty durable. Um, so I'm gonna like study hers to kind of see like how they how their pattern is and stuff like that, and see if I can make something similar to that sandal. Interesting. That's pretty cool. It's gonna be a one bench. It's it might be later on, but that's something I wanna. 
Yeah, that's cool. I love it. I, I love that. that. Whatever set of skills for leather making. That's like shoemaking stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. How much how much work truly goes into like making anything like that? I feel like nowadays that's something that's again overlooked, you know, because you know, again, you can go to Ross and you buy, you know, again, I'm not saying it's the highest quality, but you can buy, you know, a Nike wallet for 20 bucks at Ross, and then you would think nothing much of it. You just put in your wallet, you know, keep going. But how much work truly is it? Like it's well in terms of like working hours or like like how, time yeah time how much you know for a skilled for a skill i'm not calling myself skilled but like for somebody who's skilled they can get they could probably do like uh, a wallet in at least less than six hours maybe five hours or less i don't That's know still a yeah. good amount of time yeah. wow there's guys but there's guys out there too that have everything down you know, to science, to what leather they're using, what thread they're using, how much of it, it's like secondhand nature to them where, I mean, I don't know how long it would take them, but I'd imagine it'd take them significantly less time than most people starting out. I mean, wow. Right. But at the same time, that comes with the skill. Right? Yeah, of course. Me personally, for like a bifold, um, cause like I say, I do work full time. So I get to it when I'm not at work. Yeah. Um, but generally, on average, it's like about seven hours, six and a half. Oh, it's wow. It used to be like nine or ten. Yeah. It's it's going down, so I'm down to like six hours. I mean, that shows signs of progression right there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simple as that. But but still, that's that's a good amount of time. Like again, like yeah. Again, that increases the value of it. You know. Uh, and I might, again, this is my opinion. I'm not a marketer. I don't know what the, <laughs> but for me, like, that just shows the value. And again, like uh, why you deserve to buy such a product, right? Something that's, that's handmade, something that's like almost, you know, love is put into it. Passion is put into it. That again, is not just factory, just, you know, bop, bop, bop coming out and then, yeah. Know, and then going to waste. And I think it'd be cool. Oh, sorry, go no, I was just going to say, I think it'd be cool too if you could do like a sped up video of you making something like that. That way, like people can see like, wow, he puts a lot of work into that. You know, yeah, I didn't know because we don't know. We see the wallet. We're like, oh, that's really nice. But we have no idea. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know what you do. So that's that'd be cool. really, yeah, good. Some good value on it. I do have something in the works to be posting something. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, something along that line. There's another guy that does, that I follow that does uh, leather working, but he does lives on oh, wow. I don't I don't have a TikTok. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. I, think, I guess they do lives like they do Instagram lives. And he just kind of like he sets it up and then he just like works. Just That's re- cool. You should do that too. You just yeah, that's awesome. idea. I might do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, ideas on how I can, you know, use my phone and then use her phone and then do something. Set up so that there's a camera and then maybe we should have some photographers and video artists how to do that later. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know any. <laughs> uh, I don't know any. I don't have many friends who do that. <laughs> That's but, good. but their video, I like that sped up. That was something. I was trying to think of how I can, you know, broaden my Instagram. Yeah. I'm not an Instagram person. I like to just do the. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, Obviously, if I'm going to scale at all, like I have to be at least versed in it. So mm-hmm. no, exactly. And yeah, it does help. I think one piece of advice is not overthink it. I think that's something I I succumb to, 
a lot. And I've, again, with this project, I've kind of like took a step back because with photography, man, I was like, I needed like, because I, I, I wanted to get into YouTube and I wanted like everything big, right? I wanted like the, the studio, the best lights, the best sound equipment, the best. And I can't do it until I have that, right? Uh, and, and the reality is that, you know, nowadays, man, people are like just your iPhone and, and just do it, you know, I just put out content and you'll get better. And then three, four years from now, you'll look back like, wow, I did that. Look at me now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess and it's funny cause I give that piece of advice and I'm still trying to apply it on myself. So, <laughs> but, uh, one of the last questions I have for you, Addison is, is this, is this something that you, um, you would recommend like younger generations to get into, or is this something you see a hype or, or is this kind of like dying off and you wish that there was more people getting into it? What's your outlook on that? So that is a good question. It's funny you say that because leatherworking is like one of those trades that has been around forever. Yeah. 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 People don't really acknowledge it because they don't realize that it's been there, but it has been there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, almost like woodworking, you know? I mean, how long have people made saddles? Yeah, right. good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, but as far as something on the small scale of like small leather goods and stuff like that, I would absolutely recommend it for anyone who is looking to try to find like a craft or something that they wanted to create. Uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, other hobbies that kids could inherit nowadays, you know? Yeah, it's true. Um, but for a creative outlet, oh, yeah, it's something you could, someone could easily get into to start off, you know? It, it wouldn't be an issue. You actually had one question on here. I don't know if you're going to say it, but I want to bring it up. Yeah, bring it up. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. You're going to ask me what the difference between uh, full grain and... What was it? Bonded leather. Oh yeah. yeah, That's something interesting. I, I was researching and now I, I found it that there was a different, like there was a m- multiple types. So yeah, explain that a little bit. What does that mean? But well, it's funny when you said that, when you asked that question in my head, I'm like, where did he pull this question from? <laughs> <laughs> bonded? So bonded leather is like, it's like the hot dog of leathers. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny way of putting it but it's it's you'll get scraps and stuff like that different scraps they'll they'll bond it together and they'll make oh it, it ends up being like that thinner type of leather that you'll see on like upholsteries yeah, so yeah. like on couches and chairs and um car seats that kind of stuff you know okay full grain, full grain leather is what comes right off the couch so it'll come off the cow, they'll cut it, they'll take the, the hair off, or if you want hair on, whatever the order is, and it gets sent to the tannery. That's your full green leather. Not split or nothing, it's the original thickness and all that, that's your full green leather. Wow. Oh, wow. And what do you work with? I mean, I, mean, I can take a, an assumption, but what do you work with? It would be mainly, uh, I want to say like top green. Um, because it's not the original thickness off of the cow. It is shaved down uh, a little bit to at least, uh, at least what I use is a, a five, five, four or five ounce. Whether they measure it in ounces as opposed to like a thickness measurement. 
<clears throat> but there is some, there's a little translator on Google. You can look up from ounce to millimeter, whatever, but four to five ounce works out to be somewhere between like, I want to say two, 2.4 millimeters. So it's like mm-hmm. relatively, it's thicker than most department store wallets, which probably run like a one or two ounce. Oh, okay. Uh, so, but it's mainly top brain stuff. In other words, it's not the, the underneath the skin that came off of the, the cow side mm-hmm. of the hide. It's more of the on top that's been tanned, dyed, that kind of stuff, you know, uh, uh, has a smooth at top, you know, mm-hmm. underneath usually has a little bit rougher, uh, rougher surface to it. I guess you could say. That's so interesting. I, and again, like, I didn't know the complexities of it. So uh, I'm trying to understand the people we're talking to and, and Addison, without a doubt, his experience in, in leather work uh, uh, had a, a... Is everything okay, Addison, in the back? Because <laughs> I have a book. Oh, I see. You have a book of uh, like different types of leathers? I just realized where I was right now. No. <laughs> I have a book that I bought off of Instagram. It's like a super old leather working manual. Interesting. And it takes you from like the cow to like a wallet wow, and everything in between. And it like tells you how the cow, like how it's like skinned and how it's tanned and how it's hung and how you should store it and what direction the grains are going and stuff like that. Okay. The direction the hair is going, that kind of stuff and how to, Oh, it's, it's a dope book. But yeah, I was wow. sure. Is that, is that a type of resource you recommend to people? Like if someone's getting into it, what, that's a type of resource, like a straight up book or what type of things would you recommend? Books help. So that book helped. Um, there is uh, forums, leather working forums. There's tons of experience. I mean, years and years collectively of experience of like leather workers from all over the country. And there's, I think it's called the uh, leatherworkers.com. Met. something like that but like guys that own shops and stuff like that and they'll post people will post uh, questions and comments and chances are if you have a question about something someone's already asked it and mm-hmm. someone's already answered it and it's there wow. <laughs> yeah. the other thing because for me i'm a very much a visual learner uh-huh. um i have over the years developed like an ability to kind of read and learn based off of what I've read and like using imagination to kind of figure it out. And then mm-hmm. so that, but that's something I had to develop. I'm more of a visual learner. So if you're that way too, there's you just YouTube videos, YouTube, how to cut, how to stick, how to um, assemble a leather wallet, how to skive, how to finish an edge, how to, you look up those how to videos and you'll, there's a huge community on YouTube for people that put how to's out there for. I, that just shows like nowadays how, how prevalent like these assets we have today of like the internet and YouTube. And like, you know, before we, you know, we, we had to, if you think, you know, back, like if you want to be a blacksmith, you go to a blacksmith and he teaches you how to be a blacksmith, you know? Um, <laughs> um, uh, but now, you know, nowadays it's so like, prevalent like you can literally just like look it up if you want to learn you can learn there's it's honestly you don't have excuses so anyone who has any type of passion just you know take advantage of the youtube and learn learn grind it 
So thank you, Edison, for all that. Any, any last points you want to add? Well, I was just going to say there are guys out there that do take like apprentices and stuff. Okay. I actually got an offer from a guy who owns a store in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a friend of some friends of ours were out there doing a family day or whatever. And they went into this leather store and he was like taking me around on a video, like check out this guy's leather store, you know? And he talked to the owner and me and the owner were talking. He was like, well, if you want to come out here, like we could use a guy to work in the shop. And he goes, I'm not going to be around for much longer. So someone's going to have to take over. <laughs> I was like, I, I had this, like, I looked at it. I was like, like, I can't do it. I'm like, I'm just considering it. You know? <laughs> thinking about it, you know. Do it, do it. Wow, girl, I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> I was mean, gonna do it. What's I gonna do? I'm just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> we had like a good conversation though. We talked about it. We that did. Would be we really did. cool. We did that. Yeah. We'd like drive over to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be closer to us. That's true. There's a lot of opportunities out there. So that's, that's exciting. Keep grinding. So anyone out there, look up Addison, AJ Oddities on Instagram. AJ's Oddities. AJ, what did I say? AJ's Oddities. What did I say? AJ Oddities. You should change the name. It's too rough. Oddities. AJ. Sorry. Sorry. This uh, <laughs> poke is hitting me harder. Uh, AJ's Oddities. Uh, check that them out. That was not a plug. Poke. That was not a plug. <laughs> exactly. It was not. Be a public open and send us lifetime supply code. No problem. There you go. Sponsor, sponsor, sponsor. No, okay. But thank you, thank you for uh, all that. We took a taking a lot of knowledge. That's so interesting. So many again. Again, it's so beautiful to understand the complexities of something that again sometimes people go, take for granted. So for our listeners out there that uh, again are, might hopefully are just listening to enjoy and learn more. This is something interesting that if you have a passion for it, go at it. Uh, send a DM to Addison. Maybe he's willing to coach you up or give you some tips. Um, check them out. Thank you for tuning in. We truly do appreciate it. This episode was sponsored by us. Please check out our website, huelvalenzuela.com, where you can find prints, the latest podcast episodes, stickers, whatever you'd like. Go check it out. We truly do appreciate it. Thank you. See you again soon. <laughs>